Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 108, the one where we try Tide Pods. I saw the <laughs> smirk on your face. Just kidding. We're not doing that because we're not stupid. You brought that? Our parents have it in the other room, in the long oh. room. It's not actually Tide Pods. It's the Kirkland Brands Tide Pods. I was going to say, that looks disgusting. Yeah, it's just using it as a prop. We're not going to do that, though, because we are not idiots. We are going to try... This new flavor of Mountain Dew I what found at Target. What did you bring? I brought something. So. Well, no. No. I brought something to surprise you and you saw it and yeah, ruined it. Yeah, because you had it in my bag. I, you never even looked at this bag. I looked at it just now. Well, I brought Thin Bite Mint Oreos because right, we always eat Oreos. Well, and mine's, now, and mine's now better. you surprise me. I hate you. <laughs> mine's better. This is Mountain Dew Ice Lemon Lime flavor. I saw this in Target the other day and figured what better way to let the public know if it's good or not than to try it on our show first. Why is AJ talking about audio? What happened? No oh, sh. Did something happen? I don't know, but Eric gives us $2. Oh, thank you, Eric. For tardiness again. You shut up. It was only we like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I don't see any. I don't see any problems with uh, with audio, yeah. right? Audio should be fine. No, just echoey. Yeah, which I can't figure out why. But yeah, you know, whatever. We're working on that. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm having some Mountain Dew ice. Yeah. This this is just Sprite. You know, <laughs> that just hit me. <laughs> how is it? How is this? Well, Sprite, Sprite doesn't have caffeine. Mountain Dew generally has caffeine. Okay. Yeah. So this is caffeinated Sprite. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's saying the audio is fine. I'm also a little pissed off, Will. I'll tell you about it after yeah. I take this sip of Mountain Dew ice. <laughs> I'd say, I don't remember Sprite being the sweet. Yeah, it's definitely like the lemon-lime flavoring is much stronger than it is in like Sprite. It's a, I also think Sprite is more carbonated. Mountain Dew's Pepsi, right? Yeah. They don't have like a Sprite. There's a Sierra Mist. They have Mist, yeah. Which is their Sprite. This is just sweeter and less carbonated. Yeah. That's what I, I feel like. Yeah. You can go with that. Although, otherwise, it's just, it's just Sprite. Just or Sprite. Sierra Mist. Yeah. It's just Sierra Mist. What, but with caffeine. What was their Sprite? They had a Sprite equivalent. Sierra Mist. Did they have another one? You might be thinking of 7-Up. I'm thinking of 7-Up. Pepsi was, doesn't own that. That was Coke. Coke. No, Pepsi, uh, 7-Up is his own thing. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something. You were mad about something. I'm, oh, I'm pissed. Yes, why are you pissed? Because I Justine did a little road trip to CES, mm-hmm. and she talked about Butterfingers, and she gets Butterfingers as a little snack for the road. We, okay. You know, when we take our little road trips, go stop off at gas station, yeah. 7-Eleven, get some snacks. Butterfingers... Pretty top of our list. Butterfingers are good. Big fan of Butterfingers. Yeah. They sent her three buckets of Butterfingers. What? Because of that video. Buckets. Not a single food product has sent us anything. We're going to have to change I'm that. I'm pissed about that. We're going to have to change that real fast. Yeah. We're big uh, We're big uh, snack people here. Yes. yes we're we are. big Butterfinger people. We are. We do like Butterfingers. I'd wear a Butterfinger t-shirt. Hell yeah. Drink out of a Butterfinger mug. Anyway, let me eat these things. Yeah, bites. let's try this. Fudge, Fudge dipped. Thin bite Oreos, so it's. I guess it's a. It's a mint. Oh god, these are tiny. It's a. Oh, those are. Yeah. It's a tiny mint Oreo dipped in fudge. It's like those rich cheese crackers, about that size. I can't see myself eating, like a bag of these. 
This is like a pop two in your mouth, and then that's it. Yeah. I'm generally not a fan of like chocolate mint combinations. I'm. I, I know you're not. I'm a huge yeah. fan. Yeah, you know what? This isn't that great. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. We did it, so you don't have to. So we got like what? Uh, seven out of ten, and uh. I give it a. I give the Mountain Dew Ice a six out of ten because it's, it's just right. It's, it's not. It doesn't serve a purpose. Right. There's already something else like it. The only purpose it serves is that the name is Mountain Dew. And it has caffeine. <laughs> and it has caffeine, yeah. So just just the fact that it's Mountain Dew yeah. is the only thing. Uh, and this... Like, they're not terrible. No, but... I'd also give it a six. I'd give it a five just because, you know... Well, mint, you don't like mint and, ch- mint and chocolate is not my thing. I like mint and chocolate. Yeah. All right, one more thing we got to talk about real quick. Yes. Um, so... Last week, where, where the hell did I put it? Last week, uh, I went away. Mm-hmm. And the week before that, we talked about, where the hell is it? <laughs> Here it is. We talked about this guy. Yes. This little, uh, this is a USB power bank. Yes, from, from Rav, Rav Power. Rav Power. They sent us this. They also sent this one before, mm-hmm. but this one's way bigger. Um, this one's 26,800 milliamp hour. It's huge. Gee, it's heavy. Yeah. It's actually, I think it's heavier when it's charged. (laughs) If that's possible. Um, It has two iSmart USB ports. Uh, None of this is sponsored. None of these things. Yeah. None of these people gave us money. Uh, The only person who gave us a product was Rav Power. So it has two iSmart ports and a USB-C port, which is also iSmart. I don't know what the hell iSmart means. Uh, Doesn't that just mean it's faster? Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to like detect the voltage that it needs to output. So... I went away to San Antonio and to LA. I used this guy to charge my Switch and to charge my MacBook. Okay. And it was really, really good at charging my MacBook. And you can use it to charge multiple things. Right. Uh, I couldn't use my MacBook while it was charging. Like, well, I did. I used it while it was charging and it just, it, it didn't charge the MacBook. It just... powered it okay so it wasn't using my battery power anymore it was using this which is pretty freaking awesome yeah um i will it 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 worked and it has a massive amount of charge in this thing yeah my only gripe with this is that um it so the iSmart port is supposed to charge devices really fast yeah it doesn't have an iSmart in okay it just has a regular usb like micro usb in. right so it took like a day and a half to charge completely, <laughs> which is insane. Yeah. That's ridiculous. But it's huge and it serves its purpose. I right. didn't need to charge any. Oh, none of my devices ever didn't have a charge. My phone, my Switch, or my MacBook. Right. And it charged your Switch well? It charged my Switch. Uh, I didn't do an extensive test because I know a lot of these things don't charge the Switch well while, it, while you're playing it. Right. I'd assume it probably did, would do the same thing that my MacBook did, mm-hmm. um, but I need to test that out. The older one uh, actually drained power while I was using my MacBook. Interesting. So it wouldn't. It it, it would. My MacBook was draining while it was powered yeah. from this. This the MacBook stayed the same. So right. this is definitely better than the old one. But I haven't tried it with the. I haven't tried it. While I'm playing the Switch. Right, right. So, 
But charge everything very fast. It's very good. I, I highly recommend it. There you go. Uh, also, there's a promo code in the description for that. You can get 20% off, we figured out. Yes, using, using math. That's why we were late. I was trying yeah. to figure out what the what the promo code actually did. If it's not but, technical problems, math is why we're late. But again, we're not sponsored. Yes. But you do get 20% off. It's a good thing. I like yes. this thing. It's a great thing. I, I, we, uh, we, I get solicitations from uh, companies that have uh, battery power banks for the Switch. And a lot of them are like battery cases. Mm-hmm. I think they're all stupid. I don't like battery cases for the Switch right. because it's you can only use it for the Switch. I like this because you can use it for your phone, your my MacBook, right. your tablet, your Switch, you know, anything. So I, I, I think these are much better cells. Some, ba- some battery cases for the Switch have USB ports. Yeah. So you can charge other things. But I just think this is more practical. And these are better because they got the iSmart ports and everything. The Rav Power and also Anchor makes good ones. Yeah. We have an Anchor one that's that's pretty damn good, too. But Anchor didn't send us any of their good no, ones. No, they did so. not. That's why we're talking about Rav Power. Okay, one more thing for my trip. Okay. I got these. I yes. want to show off. These are rad. Uh, this is from... Not the Saturday morning one. No, this is the from cartoony one. The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. That was the weekly show, the show that aired Monday through Friday in syndication. Yes. So this is Sonic and Tails. Yes. On two different. So this is actually used in the show. Yes. So this is act, an actual frame from yeah. the cartoon. Uh, they're on two different pieces of uh, what you might call it. Oh, trans- acetate okay. paper. Uh, the background is just a photocopy. It's not a real painted background. Oh, wow. Unfortunately. But also there's this one. I don't know why I bought it too. <laughs> there's another really good one of... Uh, it was Robotnik or Eggman. Who was he in the show? Was he, he was, Eggman? No, he was Robotnik. Robotnik in the show uh, and his mom who looks yes. exactly like him, <laughs> like yelling at him. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't buy that one. That uh, one had a background. I probably should have bought that one. But this this one in the front will go up here Yeah, when we get our plaque. Yes. I want our plaque, and then I'll figure out a way to put this up here. Yes. But for now, uh, it's staying off. Oh, I realize now I didn't say hello to anybody in the chat. Hello, ASAP. Hello, Mushukuyo. Hello, Alex. Hello, Eric. Hello, Dynamite. Hello, Ray. Hello, AJ, because he's mad that I never say hi to him, <laughs> even though he's on the show all the time. And hello, everybody. Hello, uh, anyone and everyone who is here. Uh, now let's get into the show. Yes, let's do this. Right off the bat, we want to talk about Xbox Game Pass. Yes. Uh, Xbox Game Pass will feature Xbox exclusives on the day they launch now. Oh, it's a big deal. Xbox Game Pass, the all-you-can-eat game subscription for the Xbox One, will now include all games exclusive to the console on the day they launch, beginning with Rare's multiplayer pirate adventure Sea of Thieves in March. The announcement means that future exclusives such as Crackdown 3 will be available to Xbox One owners who sign up for the $9.99 monthly subscription. Xbox Game Game Pass launched in June with more than 100 titles in its library and has added more than 70 games since then. You can continue. (laughs) From both the Xbox One and Xbox 360's back catalog. Uh, can you explain what Game Pass is? <laughs> Game Pass, okay, so Xbox, Microsoft launched uh, Xbox Game Pass, which is basically their equivalent of Netflix for $9.99 a month or um, six months for 
you get access to over 170 titles um, in the Xbox library. You download them to your console. You don't play them in the cloud. You download them directly to the console and you can play them as often as you want, uh, as long as you're a subscriber. Um, if you're, this is a cool thing to do. If your subscription lapses or you want to buy the game to have forever, uh, you can buy it at a discount. So this is their answer to PlayStation Now. Yes. But it's not streaming. No. You, uh, I, there was an interview when this first launched with us, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. He said that they found that it's just better to download the game directly to your console and have it play off the hardware. Yeah, that is better. That right. is way better. Apparently, play, I've never tried PlayStation Now. Apparently, the cloud-based streaming, because it's powered by Gaikai, who Sony bought, like does work very well. Hmm. But... I only tried it at a convention, so I feel like there wasn't yeah. an accurate representation. Let's talk about this $5 Super Chat from Derek. Yes. Who says, hey, Bob, I'm the podcast listening fan you ran into at Penn Station a while back. Wanted <laughs> to send my support. By the way, I think you sold me my Wii U at, at Oceanside GameStop. Was that wow. you? I mean, I worked at Oceanside there GameStop for a short stint. <laughs> Damn. That's, that could be me. Well, thank you for the $5. Nice running into you at Penn Station. Um, if you ever see me at Penn Station, anybody, slap me in the back of the head. So yeah, I was never a big. I was. I never wanted PlayStation Now because yeah. uh, I don't need to stream my games. Well, I'd rather just have it. PlayStation you know? Now also, they don't have new games. It's all PlayStation Three stuff. Right. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. It's all PlayStation Three games. But they have a lot of games on there. Mm-hmm. In fairness to them, they have like. They're starting to put PlayStation 4 games on there, too. PlayStation Now is their way of having backwards compatibility. Yes. But it's all cloud-based. And as far as I know... Oh, there is a subscription. You can get a subscription to it. It's uh, it's about the same. PlayStation Now? Yeah. It's, it, it, it was a subscription service. That's how it launched. They also had a la carte. Oh, oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, PlayStation... It was insanely expensive yes. when it started. Yeah. Yeah. Why are there two one-month subscriptions to PlayStation Now? One costs $9.99. The other is $19.99. That's weird. That is very weird. Um, but yeah, it's like, the, it's like the same cost, pretty much. Um, PlayStation Now does like has a lot of games on it, but they're all, like for the most part, PlayStation 3. Um, they're starting to put in PlayStation 4 games on there. I wish there was a way they can show me what games are on there. I think I can Wikipedia it. Um, yeah, X, the Xbox One Game Pass, um, it's slowly been building up. I, uh, I forgot what I was going to say, actually. Uh, so, yeah, is, is there, wasn't that their answer to backwards compatibility also? What? The Xbox Game Pass? No, because they actually have backwards compatibility. That's true. They have the Xbox... Well, you down like you put the disc in and then it downloads it, right? Yeah, yeah. But it still registers. It still has and the ability. Some games, right? But that's been growing at an alarming rate. Like they right. have like I think a third or a fourth of the Xbox 360's back catalog. I mean, it's still better than PlayStation, right? In that, in that, it actually has backwards compatibility. Yeah, it's run and it's running on the actual software on the actual uh, Xbox One hardware rather than streaming from the cloud or anything like that. Right, right, right. Um, I know there's a, but now it's gonna it's it, it, there's gonna be exclusives every month. Do you get yeah. to keep that game? No, right? No, as long as you have the the Game Pass. 
if you, as long as you have the, yeah no as long as you have the game pass you can keep the game okay but once your game pass lapses you lose it okay you can't you, they do let you buy the game you can buy the game at a discounted rate though like once your once your subscription is over okay and, and, and i'm assuming that they pull these games after a while like they're not going to be on game pass it's, forever it's supposed to be like netflix where they do cycle games in and out but as far as i know they haven't yet that's crazy yeah like sea of thieves that's why, a big deal why wouldn't you just get game pass yeah. then if if you're well here's well the thing is that microsoft barely has any exclusives that's a big, right that's a big problem mm-hmm. like yeah, Sea of Thieves, and then what? Crackdown? What? Like, those two games aren't really the same. Well, if you're into Crackdown, no. you might not necessarily be into Sea of Thieves, right? But yeah, I think like in the grand scheme of things, because like they'll eventually, you'll eventually get Forza right there, uh, right. Halo whenever that comes back, Gears of War whenever that eventually. comes back. Yeah, these are all eventuals, right? But until then, you're going to be paying a monthly subscription. Well, another thing too, this is a big deal because for the longest time, cloud-based things like this. Uh, Streaming-based things like this were always like back catalog stuff. This is guaranteed new games that you can yeah. play on launch day, uh, f- right out of the gate. I'm, I'm not saying it's not right. a big deal. It's definitely a big deal. I'm just saying there's a reason why it exists, and it's not, you know, it, it, it's it's it, it might not be right for everybody. It might not be the best possible value. Right. Like I don't. I'm not. I'm not into like any of the Microsoft exclusives because again, there's barely any. Right. And the ones that are there, I'm not a big. I'm not into it. You know. Mm-hmm. Halo. I'll get Halo when that comes yeah. out. But there's not even a a, a sign at all that there's <laughs> going to be another Halo. I'm trying to find. It's like, just inevitable. But like we haven't yeah. seen anything. I'm trying to find the list of like the full Xbox Game Pass titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, PlayStation Now. As of July of last year, there were over 500 games. And it looks like the majority of them are PlayStation 3. There is one PS2 title on there. It's 13. That's weird. That's very weird. Uh, the game 13. Yeah, the game 13. <laughs> uh, yeah, otherwise, there's like a handful of PS4 titles on there. This is... Okay, so it does look like... Not all of the games are part of the subscription model. On PlayStation Now. On PlayStation Now. Okay. Some of them you do have to buy. That's confusing separately. and yeah. stupid. Yeah, very much so. Mr. Brock Rock asks a very important question. Are they putting Cuphead on Xbox Game Pass? Probably. Yeah? Yeah. What makes you think probably? Well, because if all the new Xbox games, all the new Microsoft Xbox games are going to go on, Game Pass. It only makes sense that all the old ones will make it up there. The, I remember when they said they when they launched backwards compatibility, their their goal is to get everything. Like a, they're going for as close to hundred percent backwards compatibility with the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Primarily, they they promise that every single first party Microsoft title is going to be backwards compatible. So if they're going to stick to that promise with backwards compatibility, then I don't see why they wouldn't stick their own titles in Game Pass. Right. I'm trying to look through the Forbes article to see if they say mm-hmm. anything about like old. Yeah, there's just no definite games list yet. Yeah. The only thing they show in the picture is Sea of Thieves, Crackdown Three, and State of Decay Two, which are right. big deals. Those yeah. are big deals. Um. Other games in this are Halo Five, Recore. 
But those are those we knew about already. Yeah. Gears of War three, Fable three. I don't see any Cuphead. But I guess we can assume Cuphead? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I guess hold out until you see if Cuphead's on there. Yeah. That that'd be I mean this Cuphead should be on there. Mm-hmm. Um now part of the uh part of this whole thing is Microsoft is doing this with their exclusives. What does that mean for Sony and Microsoft? Uh, Sony and Nintendo? Yes. Ooh, can we like you got PlayStation now? Mm-hmm. Is this going to put pressure on them to then put their exclusives onto PlayStation now? I would just like to say that had I just scrolled down on the Xbox Game Pass website just a little bit, I would have seen the full list. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? What do you got there? Uh, it's a lot. It's this is the current list, not the, the one cur- to come. Okay, the current list. So you get, there's a lot of 360 games on here. Uh, the all all the Banjo Kazooie games, Bayonetta, the, all the Bioshock games, Borderlands One, Braid, uh, Brothers, Comic Zone. <laughs> uh, What's Comic Zone doing on there? Uh, they they had a lot of Genesis games on the 360. And they got moved up. Uh, Dead Rising Four. Uh, XCOM, Explosion Man, Explosion Man, that's a good Strider, one. Sunset Overdrive, Terraria, Strider. Resident Strider, Evil Six. The new Strider, yes, that's a good game. Uh, this War of Mine, Saints Row Four, Saints Row Get Out of Hell, uh, two Sam and Max games, a lot of games. Yeah. Oh, the Streets of Rage collection. <laughs> There's similar games on PlayStation now to, to this. Yeah, to an extent, yeah. Yeah. But now now we're just getting new Xbox exclusives yeah. that are going to be part of this. Payday 2 is part of uh, Game Pass. Oh, I don't care. I'm going to play on my Switch. There you go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so what is this, is this going to pressure Sony to put their exclusives on PlayStation now? No. I don't think so either. No. Sony has been doing their own thing, like regardless of what, like they they straight up do not care what Microsoft is doing, right? At all, everybody loves the fact that there's like true backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. Sony could care less. Yeah, like well, also Nintendo, right? Because Nintendo has their subscription service coming out, right? And it's going to be vastly different. Nothing about it. We know nothing about it, and I think it's going to be vastly different. It's going to be mostly virtual console stuff. Mostly virtual console stuff. Yeah, it's definitely going to be like retro stuff. You're not yeah. going to see any new games on there. Uh. Sony has actual exclusive titles, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it, you know, that's a huge part of their business model. Mm-hmm. Microsoft doesn't care if you buy an Xbox. Yeah. They, cause if you don't buy an Xbox, you have a PC already. They already own you. Game Pass <laughs> will work with Xbox playing anywhere. Yeah. So there's that. So you can have Game Pass without having an Xbox. Mm-hmm. So... If you if you play video games, you probably have a Microsoft product already. So mm-hmm. like they, they they just don't care if like they don't care how you play their game. Just that you play them. They're game. going to get you to play yeah. a Microsoft game, you know, mm-hmm. or give them your money in some way. That's why that's why they're doing this because mm-hmm. the, the the ones who are playing their games they can get them on a subscription service, and that's smart. Take more money out of the people who are already giving you money. Yeah. Um, cause uh, they're already a huge company. They don't need the Xbox portion. Right. Uh, Sony does need the, the, the 
PlayStation portion. That's a big part of their company. Yeah. They're a huge company, but they're not anywhere near Microsoft. I heard somewhere that Sony might be looking into selling off their movie assets now, too. That's insane. Yeah. So hopefully Disney doesn't buy that either. Disney's going to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be some sort of you know regulation there. That's not That's going, crazy. Yeah. Uh I mean well you know what? At least get rid of Spider-Man. Yeah. Get rid of Spider-Man. Yeah, give Spider-Man back. All yeah. of Spider-Man so that we can finally put it into the stupid Venom but, movie. But yeah, do it tomorrow so we don't have yeah. Venom so we can get rid of Venom. Apparently though, Tom Holland is going to be in the Venom movie. This hurts my brain. Well, yeah. Yeah, it does I I don't understand it either. It hurts my brain really yeah. hard. <sighs> anyway, I don't think Sony's going to have exclusives on on their PlayStation now. They don't care. Well, their exclusives matter so much to they're not their gonna, console sales. They're not going to have exclusives day and date with release. Yeah, well they'll be I think it'll be like years after the game's out. Right. Yeah. No, like at least 2 years before they put a game on PlayStation now. Right. So, yeah, cuz they don't need they don't they don't need to sell you on on that. Plus PlayStation yeah. now kind of sucks. Yeah. Um Nintendo that is their core marketing strategy is exclusive titles. Mm-hmm. There is no way they're going to put those exclusives on um on a subscription service. Look at right now there's articles right now Half more than half of the of the games that are charting in Japan right now are Nintendo games, right? And I don't know why that's there's news articles about that now because a couple of weeks ago we talked about how eight out of ten of the top games or seven out of ten of the top ga- ten games of Japan last year were freaking Nintendo games, yeah, or were on the Switch or something. So Nintendo doesn't need help. They're no. doing their own thing. They're doing and they're fine. not going to change. Yeah, they're doing just fine as they are. So, this is a bold move for Microsoft. I don't think anybody's going to follow suit, at least not anytime soon. No. And uh it's going to pay off for Microsoft, but that's because Microsoft again is doing their own thing, doesn't yeah. care and doesn't need to change. Or it doesn't need to like they don't care about. They just don't care about their exclusives. We already saw that. Yeah. There's barely any exclusives. The ones that are there are on PC also, so they don't care how you play the game. They're yeah. just going to give you the game. Randstan says Xbox can suck my hog. <laughs> Harsh, but okay. <laughs> Tevi says X- Sony has God of War, which has a release date now. Yes, four twenty. <laughs> uh, Casey says, GameStop has been screwing over developers with the used game sales. So to see them get a set percent based on download would be incredible. Oh, you mean for like Xbox Game Pass or something? Yeah, uh, GameStop's going to start selling the six-month subscription to Game Pass for $59.99. Why? What, why? You walk into a GameStop, you, get, you buy the card for a six-month subscription. So? What about it? So that's like this way GameStop still gets a cut of like digital sales. Oh, that's sales. dumb. Well, I mean, I assume that like places like Target would have it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a thing. I GameStop s- sells Starbucks gift cards. True. You know? That's just one of the things that's going to be on the spinner rack. Yeah. Um, 
Eric says, Game Pass should work with physical copies, LOL. You should be able to walk into GameStop and just pick out a game, show your pass, and leave. That's a thing they were trying to do. Yeah. GameStop was trying to do where you take out one game every... Well, you can have one game out, like a library yeah. almost. But then they... I, I think they canned it because they found loopholes in it. They, they canned it because the computer system like couldn't handle it or something. Mm. So it's still a thing they're working on. But by the way, yeah. you can just do that right now. All you have to do is buy buy the most expensive used game. So a game that's fifty four ninety nine used, and then return it every week. You have one week to play it and, yeah. it and just keep doing that over and over again. And it's not a monthly subscription service. It's fifty four ninety nine once, as long as you do it every seven days. Yeah. And if the GameStop doesn't take it back, go to a different GameStop. There's people at my old GameStop who used to do that all the time. Um, what was I going to say? What were we talking about? Oh, are we done with this? Uh, yeah, we're done with this. Brent, uh, Benjamin said you guys are echoing. Sounds like your camera mic is picking up the room Damn it, and you're playing what... its audio simultaneously to the mics you have individually. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I didn't mute the Elgato. God damn it. Great. That explains the echo. Yeah. That I was complaining about before. Oh well, now there's no echo. Alright, good. AJ said audio. And everyone else is like, audio's fine. I blame you guys. Yeah. The good news is that that should be really quiet. That echo should be yeah. really quiet compared to the mic. Good, because I ain't trying to fix it. Uh no, we're not fixing that. Um What was I gonna say? Oh, I want to talk about, while we're on the topic of random-ass games. Yes. I want to talk about a little game mm-hmm. that I've recently discovered. Well, I've seen it before, but it came up into my mind again. It's this game called Left Alive. Okay. Have you heard about it? No. Square Enix game. Let me, uh, let me show you a little bit about Left Alive here. The reason why it's on my radar is because it has art by Ooh. Yoji Shinkawa and yeah, it looks like Metal Gear. I just clicked the link and yeah, yeah, died instantly. So this is it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Let me put in my date of birth while I is is Yoji Shinkawa working at Kojima Productions or yes, yes, yeah. So I don't know when the hell he worked on this. Yeah, it must have been uh, somewhere between uh, somewhere between you know Konami and. Uh, uh-huh. And Kojima Productions. So the website is just, this guy's artwork. Mm-hmm. This is coming 2018. There's a little teaser trailer. Right. And there's an announcement trailer. And that's it. That's all it has on here. If you go to YouTube and you look up some gameplay, Will. Yes, Bob. You see a bunch of you see a bunch of stuff. That says Left Alive, gameplay trailer, gameplay trailer, gameplay trailer. And you see that? That's a screenshot of some gameplay, right? Yeah. I can't find that picture anywhere. Really? Because if you click on it, Office 360. you get some garbage. Because <laughs> right now I'm just playing what's on their website and it looks like it's just the announcement trailer. Right. So, I'm just going to scroll through here. There's just like, you know, it looks like a cinematic trailer. Yeah. There's this guy standing up in the middle of wreckage. Uh-huh. There's a part 
This is oh here it is. This is gameplay trailer, not actual gameplay footage. Ooh. And the trailer is is just that was it. It's just the guy standing up, and then yeah. there's like this long hallway that gives you like uh yeah. And then there's this. Oh yeah. Character designed that's by Yoshi Shikawa. Now, yeah. So that's all you get from the game. This game is slated to come out in February. <laughs> According to the actual website. Uh, Left Alive tells a human story of survival from the perspective of three different protagonists during the devastating invasion set in a war-torn Novoslavia in 2127. Experience the massive power gap between man and machine in pulse-pounding encounters. Face off against powerful armed troops, armed vehicles, and towering mechs. Choose your playstyle. Engage in frenetic gun battles or dispatch your enemies with stealth and wit. Set traps, collect, and craft consumables to survive while exploring a devastated city ravaged by the atrocities of war. I'm hoping that. So is it a self game? Is that, that, that it, just it sounds it's like self game? It, it sounds like it's a both. It's a both. Like it's a Deus Ex kind of deal where you can either go guns blazing or sneak around. Right. I like that. Yeah. I'm hoping it's Metal Gear esque because it's got Shinkawa attached right. to it doing the character design. Mm -hmm. So. According to GameSpot.com. Yes. Oh, no. It's just part of 2018. Okay. That's it. I thought it, I thought it had a month attached to it. I could have sworn I saw somewhere that it said February or March. Yeah. So this game's coming out very soon. Zero details about right. it. Right. Not looking too good for Left Alive. No. Well, that's much like how the Han Solo movies come out in May, and we know Buck kissed about it. Right. Rumor is Super Bowl trailer. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. I also think Super Bowl... We're going to get a Pokemon commercial. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a Switch, Pokemon Switch. Right. Maybe a teaser for it. But we're going to get a commercial for some sort of Pokemon business. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Pokemon. Yes. Will. Yes, Bob. My dear friend. Yes. Uh, did you know, if you have Amazon Prime, you can get the Pokemon channel. I did see that. Amazon launches Pokemon channel for TV shows and movies. Amazon has launched a dedicated Pokemon channel for Prime subscribers, which grants access to TV shows and movies. At launch, the channel offers seasons 2 through 5 and 10 through 16. There's also a selection of movies, including Pokemon, Luc Lucario, and The Mystery of Mew, 2006. Pokemon 3, The Movie, 2001. And Pokemon, The Movie, 2000. So Pokemon 2000. Remember yes, that one? Yes. I remember that one. I remember that one. So there's Pokemon 3 came out in 2001 and Pokemon the movie came out in 2000? Uh, huh? I th those might have been the American releases. Ah. Remember, like, Japan came out way before. Because uh, three movies in two years. That's crazy. Well, also, too, isn't Pokemon the movie 2000 originally called Pokemon Mewtwo Strikes Back or something? Mewtwo's Revenge. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Revenge of the of the Mewtwo. <laughs> uh, the selection of movies will rotate on a regular basis. Yes. Or what, uh, was Pokemon the Movie 2000 a sequel? Oh, that's a good question. AJ, help. Prime members can subscribe to the channel for $3 a month. So even if you have Prime, you still need to pay for it. Yes. And a seven-day free trial is available in case you can't make up your mind just yet. Interested? Let us know by posting a comment. Amazon's been doing life. like that thing where like you have your prime subscription, then you can like add on to it for additional costs. Like uh, that you can get a Showtime subscription for like $10 in addition to your prime subscription. They recently just signed a deal with CBS 
because CBS has their own stupid streaming service, CBS Access, which the only thing watchable on it is the Star Trek show. Mm. But now you just add that to your Amazon account for like $10 a month and you can watch it through Amazon instead of having to go get another app. Now people are complaining that we're out of sync. Are we? Let's see. Oh, barely. <laughs> Whatever. Is it that I say? Now people Everyone's are saying, everybody's it's saying very it's slight out of sync, like one second, if that. Now I can't even see. Hold on. Yeah, I'm not fixing that. I'll check. I'll check back later. Yeah, but I'm not fixing that. That's not worth. Uh, AJ said Pokemon movies aren't connected except the movie coming out this year. That's a direct sequel to I Choose You. And Tevia said Pokemon 2000 is a sequel. <laughs> well, you're on the Wikipedia right now. Yes, so you figure uh, out. Pokemon the movie 2000, known in Japan as Pocket Monsters, the movie Revelation Lugia, is a 1999 Japanese anime film. It is the second film in the Pokemon anime franchise. There you go. The second film. Pokemon the movie 2000. Yes. Okay. The second film. In the Pokemon so that is franchise. number two. Yes. Okay. Then that's all I need to know. I'm yes. not going too deep into the lore of Pokemon movies yes. here. Uh, all right. You broke the news before the Mitomos canned. Yes. Still, like this, this broke like two minutes before you hit the live button. Yeah. So Mitomo is dead. Uh, Nintendo's Rip. debut smart app, smartphone app will soon go dark. On May 9th at 12 a.m. Pacific time, Nintendo will terminate the Mitomo social network and all of its features, the company announced on the app's website. Users can no longer buy in new user, users can no longer buy in-game currency as of today, January 4th, 2018. Wow. Nintendo will continue to provide players with additional coins and game tickets so that they can use Mitomo's various features until shutdown. Once me, once me, take it, take it, porky pig in it here. <laughs> once me, Tomo is through, however, that's it. Users won't be able to interact with any part of the app whatsoever. This is the full list from Nintendo of what will and will not work after May 9th. You ready? You will no longer be able to see your answers or messages in the app. <gasps> You will no longer be able to use items you've obtained in the app, such as clothing, wallpaper, or posters. You can transfer your Mi character to your Nintendo account by linking it to Mitomo. Its personality and other information will not be carried over. Uh, sidekick Mi characters will be deleted. You can keep your sidekick Mi characters by saving them as a QR code before the end of the service. They can be transferred to Mi Maker on the 3DS or to the Wii U. So not the system you're actually playing on <laughs> Switch. <laughs> You'll not be able to view Mi photos, including Mi photos you have shared to your social media channels. <gasps> if you want to save any Mi photos, you must save them to your smart device before the May 9th end date. And finally... Mitomo-themed icons and clothing items used in your Nintendo account or Super Mario Run will not be displayed after the service has ended. So basically, it's not going to be connected to anything anymore. Correct. It's just going to live in whatever's in the app is living in the app. Right. And once the once May 9th hits, that app is dead. 
as so basically you just can't do anything in the game right yeah and then i guess may 9th you just won't even be able to open the game sounds like it it says it looks like the only thing you'll be able to do is transfer your me character ah that's that might be important yeah i might want to do that. but again that's just like cosmetic they should tur- turn that app into just a me maker yeah i feel like that would be something people would use yeah that, that that's would be a good useful idea. to people uh nintendo launched mitomo at the end of march 2016 the social network which connects user me and me's with their friend with their friends characters participating games surveys and shopping found early success but interest petered off not long after release uh, set the stage for Nintendo's mobile game collaborations with developer DNA, including most recently Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Oh, yeah, DNA. AJ says, no, I use Mitomo for thumbnails sometimes. That's actually very smart Yeah, to use that for thumbnails. I, I, you can take very good pictures in that. But that app is kind of garbage. Yeah, the app... It was fun for like a day. Yeah. It, like, it really lost its novelty after like a really short time. And especially now that we have Animal Crossing. Yeah. That is just a better Mitomo. Yeah. So... Just play Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's way better. Will, how do you say Lugia? Is it Lugia or Lugia? You were saying Lugia? Did I say Lugia? People were pissed at how you said it. Oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't think about it. If it's past Gen 1, expect me not to know how to pronounce it. Is it? Oh, yeah. That's that's the cover of Gen 2. Okay. Yeah. Did you know, well, that Lugia is 17 feet tall and 476 pounds. 476 pounds, not proportionate to 17 no, feet. No, not at all. No, they, they don't. None of none of those are ever right. No. The height and weight. I think the there's, height, a, there's a meme of one of them. I don't know who it is, but it says like 17 feet tall and like a thousand pounds. And then all of a sudden in the cartoon, they're like this big. Yeah. <laughs> the power set too, like... Uh, you, you ever see those Vsauce videos where like they compare Pokemon's power set to like what that actually means? Like, oh, game theory does it all the time. Yeah, like Blastoise, the amount of pressure his the game says his cannons can uh, shoot out with like breakthrough steel. I forgot who I was watching. It might have been Game Theory, but they said we just can't go by the Pokedex because yeah. it just doesn't. It's just not accurate at all. Yeah. Or the height in in the the height and weight in the Pokedex because like yeah. they use that I don't know or like Charizard's uh, flame breath is enough to like melt rock or something. It's as hot as the core of the Earth or something <laughs> like that. Uh, we could stick to Nintendo. Oh, we gotta talk about the PlayStation stupid ass uh, to- Tokaku figures. Totaku. Totaku. To to Kotaku. <laughs> We gotta talk about these stupid yes. things. So uh, originally, this podcast was named that. We were yeah. gonna talk about that as like the main topic, but uh, we decided that Xbox Game Pass was more important, and we yeah. could probably squeeze more out of that, uh, which we did. Yeah, we think we did a good job. Let's look at these dumbass figures. So PlayStation PlayStation is launching its own line of uh, collectible figurines based on characters of franchises familiar or exclusive to the console. They are made by ThinkGeek, a GameStop company. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. The line uh, called Totaku. Uh, the line launches with seven figures, each about four inches tall. Or Ooh, ten, that's a or, no, is that a No Man's Sky one or is that a Wipeout one? Or 10 centimeters if you're metric. Uh, it's called the Totaku Collection and it and it will comprise of Bloodborne's Hunter, uh, Crash Bandicoot, Parappa the Rappa, Kratos from God of War, uh, 
new Kratos from the new God of War. Um, the spaceship, from, the racing ship from Wipeout, Sackboy from Little Big Planet, and Heihachi from Tekken. All figures are nine ninety nine. Now I was crapping on this just yes. now. I think this is kind of cool. I'm, yeah. I, I like collectibles. Yes, this is cool. collectibles are very good, and these look like I don't know decent quality collectibles. Now, the reason why I guess I was a little bitter is because when we said that this was the title, everybody in the chat was saying how these are not ripoffs of Amiibo. Right. Look at this packaging. How is this not at least inspired by Amiibo? It's it's very important uh, to mention that these figures are just that. They are just figures. They do not contain any NFC chips right. in them. They do not have like any... Uh, electronic data on them. You cannot use these figures to interact with your games in any way like you can with the Amiibo. These are just statues. But that being said, they're the same size as the Amiibo. They have the base like the Amiibo. They have the exact same packaging as the Amiibo. They're figurines based off of their video games. This is a little smaller than four inches, but... Yeah, it's a little smaller yeah. than four inches, definitely. Speaking of I'd say that's about like three and a half. Speaking of, uh, well, Star Wars figure is three and three quarters. Just give me, a, just give me one. Give me one. This uh, one, this one's probably the biggest one yeah, that you could grab. And I, and I think that's one, two, three. And I think that's a, I think it's a little small. Yeah, it's smaller than a Star Wars figure. I was watching the documentary series on Netflix, um, the toys that made us, mm -hmm. and they talked about. Nerd. They talked about how they came up with the size for the Star Wars figures. How'd they do it? The, they, they went, grab a child's hand no, and lop it they, off? They said, like, listen, we can't, we don't really have the money or the abilities to make them the same size as G.I. Joe figures, which were a foot. So the they went to the CEO of Kenner, and they're like, how big should we make them? So he just did this. <laughs> and they measured it, and it was three and three quarters inches. So is, those are the first figures that were that size? The Star Wars figures? No, uh, they were the first mainstream ones. There were there was another figure. I think there was Playmobil had like a figure set that was like that big. Yeah, but and they actually to like demonstrate the figures, they took those and like kit bashed them together. After Star Wars, those were like those became the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those became the standard. I didn't know that's crazy. You should definitely watch that series. It is four first four episodes are up. There are four more coming. It is incredible. Uh, there's too much to watch. There's too much stuff to watch. There's only four episodes. I, I listen. It's been months. I just got to the third episode of One Punch Man. Okay, it's been months. Uh, Two dollars from LKM Cherokee. Thoughts on Booster Shot and Doomsday Clock? Well, number three. Uh, I did just read Doomsday Clock before the show started. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's very spoilery. Do you have them digitally? Yes. I need to read. All I'll these. give them to you. Uh, I. You know, I thought I knew what they were doing with Doomsday Clock, but now I have no idea. Like, it's... Uh, issue 2 ended with a very big twist, and they start they started to address it in Issue 3, and it's... it's I knew it was going to move slowly, but I guess I wasn't ready for, like, how slowly it's moving. So, I like, I don't know... Like, I thought I knew what the ultimate goal was, but I don't anymore. I will say this, and this I found interesting. The variant cover for Doomsday Clock 3 is Batman sitting at his desk reading Rorschach's journal. And he's wearing his uh, Rebirth costume. In the comic, he's wearing a different costume. 
and it is Bruce and it is Bruce Wayne as Batman. So where does his other costume come in? Yeah, yeah. Unless it was just a mistake. I don't think it was. <laughs> there's there's nothing in this book that indicates it was a mistake. And Booster Shock, I'm not reading. <laughs> Let's go back to these stupid PlayStation Amiibos. Yes. We just finished saying that they don't have NFC. Yes. Just because they don't have NFC doesn't mean they weren't at least inspired by Amiibo. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very clear that um, they're taking inspiration from Nintendo. Yes. Sony has a very bad habit of blatantly copying Nintendo. Yeah. I'm not saying that's, there's anything wrong with that. No. Sony's really blatant about it. You look at uh, the PlayStation Move. It right. is just a Wiimote. You look at when the DualShock, not, before it was the DualShock 3, when it was uh, the 6-axis, they had motion controls. This was like a month after the Wii Remote was revealed. When they undid, when they like tore down the 6-axis, the, the gyroscope was, it was clear that the gyroscope was added in as an afterthought. Mm. And that's why they made another PlayStation. That's controller. why they had to make. Well, that's why they made the DualShock mm. Three because they settled their lawsuit with the Rumble Company and to better integrate the motion control, the speaker on the DualShock Four controller, right? Uh, the analog stick. The fact that there was there was an analog stick. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these toys. Again, I think yes. that they're cool. I like the stuff like that. Yeah. But and if I, they get better characters, I'll buy one. Again, it's just a it's just a freaking amiibo. Yeah. And it's not like anybody's buying any of these amiibo. For their NFC capabilities. I didn't buy a single one of these things for their NFC capabilities. Right. They came in handy. With the, the the only time they came in handy for me, Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Right. So we had all of these before <laughs> that already. And Mario Odyssey. You didn't use them for Mario Maker? I used them for Mario Maker. You got me there. Yeah. But they weren't that useful in Mario Maker because you can get all of those costumes very easily yes. already. So... The only, I, what, I think I used Mega Man for Mario Maker because yeah. that I wanted a Mega Man. Level. I think I might have used Sonic because I wanted Sonic. <laughs> yeah. So that's really like everything else I was able to unlock on my own because mm -hmm. you can unlock stuff really quick in Mario Maker. Um. So yeah, it's it's a it's it's they they, they it's for they're amiibos. Damn it. They're even the name, like Totaku. That's like yeah. a kind of uh. <laughs> You know, a funny sounding name. That means knockoff in Japanese. For a specific, you know, type of figurine. Uh, all right, let's plot through some more stuff. Okay. I, th I think this is pretty important. Downwell creator, the creator of the game Downwell, yes. is now working for Nintendo. Okay. Uh, his name is Ojiro Fumoto. So, if you've never played Downwell, which I haven't, I recommend it for your phone. Okay. It's on like every platform ever but it is it's it's oh i know it's vertical game. yeah so it's best on the phone especially because there's only a few buttons left right and jump which is the same as shoot because mm -hmm. you shoot with your yeah, gun yeah. boots so it's just it's 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 a really good and really well thought out game it, the the, the simple mechanics are perfect um According to Polygon, Ojiro Fomotu, the creator of the acclaimed indie game Downwell, is now working at Nintendo. He said today on Twitter, Fomotu announced on Facebook in mid-December that he had taken a job at Nintendo and would be starting in January. Quote, it was super fun developing games as indie 
and I can't wait to see what it's like to develop games as part of a bigger team, said Fumoto. Way excited with four exclamation points. Motu goes by the handle Moppin online. Moppin. And he released Downwell under the moniker in October 2015 on iOS and Windows. It launched on Android, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita the following year. The vertically scrolling roguelike platformer, which drew com- comprom- uh, which drew comparisons to Spelunky, focuses on uh, quote, young person falling down a well, battling enemies with gun boots and collecting treasure and sometimes visiting shops. The mid-20s indie developer has had an interesting path to, uh, to this point. Fumoto began making Downwell in March 2014 while he was studying opera singing at the Tokyo University of the Arts, according to Kara Ellison's book, Embedded with Games. Ellison mentioned Fumoto and Downwell in a Guardian article, which quickly led to indie publisher Devolver Digital offering him a, quote, large sum of money to bring the game to market, Ellison wrote. Uh, so he's a very smart developer. Yes. Making very unique games with very simple uh, concepts. This is a very cool thing. I'm hoping he's leading a team of a very small game. Yeah, should be cool. Uh, if you scroll down later in that Polygon article, there's a... Uh... He created a memory maker level for Polygon. Oh, I didn't know. Polygon did like a series of like devs make. That was a really good series when Mario Maker first came out. Yeah. That was really cool. So now try this guy's level. I will have to. Um, uh, There also, there's some article about Metroid Prime developer talking about the stuff he left out of Metroid Prime. I don't think it's that interesting. No, a lot of it was Metroid Prime 2, the one game I didn't play. So... But, I mean, look at it. If you're a big Metroid fan, go, go yeah. look that up. There's, so, there, there's some stuff that got cut, but it was very early. and It wasn't really developed. Yeah. It sounded like it was just some concepts. Like Metroid Prime 3, they wanted Samus to be a bounty hunter. Yeah. And Nintendo kind of shut that down. That's really all I got. You got yeah. some stuff. I got a, I got more stuff than I thought I did. Uh, I'll just plow through them as best I can. Uh, Dan Slot, the We love Dan Slot. Much maligned... Writer of Amazing Spider-Man is leaving Amazing Spider-Man after 10 years. Yay! There's been a lot Get of, him out. There's been a lot of ups and downs with Dan Slott. I've liked some of his work. I've hated some of his work. But now he's finally decided that it is time to hang up uh, his web shooters. He's moving on to Iron Man now. Uh, Dan Slott's last issue will be uh, Amazing Spider-Man 801. He has been on the book since, let's see if it says, nope, of course this article doesn't say. But yeah, he's been on the book for 10 years. He was part of it back when the brand new day thing happened, like after uh, One More Day, Spider-Man and Mary Jane sold their marriage to Satan. So he was part of that revamp team, and he's been on the book ever since. He was part of Spider-Man 600, 700, and now he's going to be part of Spider-Man 800. I don't know of any other writer who's... Like, done something like that. That's crazy. Yeah. He is probably, you know, for better or worse, he's probably, you know, along with Brian Michael Bendis, like, one of the defining Spider-Man writers, you know, of the 21st century. Bendis did all of the Ultimate series, right? All of the Ultimate series, yeah. So that's like, uh, it's over 200. It's well over 200, yeah. For longer than, you know, Dan Slott's been doing Amazing Spider-Man. But still, 10 years on a, on a comic is nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. You know? Um, but now he's finally moving on to, to Iron Man. And 
Look, if you hated his Spider-Man stuff, maybe give his Iron Man stuff a shot because he's probably was probably fresh out of ideas of Spider-Man. He's probably got a whole lot of ideas for Iron Man. So, still audio problems? No, I was just checking. Okay. See, and it seems fun. Um, yeah, I can't wait for somebody else to get on Spider-Man. Yeah, it'll be just it'll just be <laughs> nice to like have a fresh voice because even like the best comic run, like Grant Morrison did like eight years on Batman and like. Towards the end, I was like ready for someone new to come on because you just get worn out. Yeah, like very like even Chris Claremont, who's like the greatest X Men writer of all time. Like I think he did like something like eighteen years straight on Uncanny X Men. A lot of that stuff's not readable. Yeah. So X Men, uh, that's a that's a thing with their comics. Yeah, <laughs> they get a little too confusing. Yeah. Uh, so there is that. Um, this is personal story it's actually hit me really hard toys r us is closing 180 stores <gasps> in the united states oh no uh toys r us uh announced yesterday uh is planning to close approximately 180 stores across the u.s as it navigates bankruptcy proceedings uh cease to close up to 180 underperforming brick and mortar store locations according to documents filed with federal bankruptcy court on january 23rd that would be approximately one-fifth of the company's 875 stores in U.S. and American territories, that include that doesn't just include Toys R Us; it includes uh, Toys R Us outlets and Babies R Us. Why is it Amazon? It's Amazon. It's other online retailers. It's just they have Toys R Us has had like a very bad decade. Yeah, like just, just not good even before this decade. You know, they're just losing money. Yeah, a lot of a lot of companies are suffering because of Amazon, but like I mean, Toys R Us is like expensive for their stuff too. Like they still charge a premium for yeah. their figures when like Walmart and Target and other stores like that don't. Their rewards card gives you a lot of stuff. They do. Yeah. I had to stop using the rewards card because my wife gets emails about it <laughs> and she she's my purchase. Purchases. Um but that being said, um, Store stores clo- stores that are scheduled to close um, in February are are gonna they're gonna start closing in February and will like officially close in April. Uh, starting in February, all the affected stores are gonna have going out of business sales. So now's the time to stock up on less Jedi figures that I've been missing. <laughs> I went there for when they uh, when they launched the last Jedi figures and yeah. there was nothing good. No, a lot of crap. I was in Target yesterday buying this um and the last shot of figures are all still there did you go to buy this no i went to buy actual groceries oh, okay. and then this just happened to be there so i'm like oh I'll try that tomorrow on the show um but yeah i was there yesterday we, we we were probably just missing each other oh probably i was late though i was there late i i went right after i filmed oh. so that's why um so yeah if you go to like uh if you just google toys r us closings there'll be a list of all the stores that are affected by this uh so yeah, if you're if you're into toy collecting, definitely check this out. The I remember like 2007 or something. Toys R Us was like closing a bunch of stores. Uh, yeah, cause, uh, and I went to the one on Hempstead Turnpike on Long Island that was closing, and I bought a big ass Starscream figure for like ten dollars. Still have it. Um, but they were selling like everything, even like shelves and televisions that they use for displays, like everything. They closed the one in Times Square last year? Two years ago? Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal. But that real estate 
was probably worth a lot. Yeah. They definitely should have. That, that was definitely worth getting rid of. Yeah. There's two near us. One of them is closing and one of them is staying open. Yes. So, and the one that's closing isn't, is like a very short drive from my house. Mm. So I will be there all the time. <laughs> Until they're gone. Yes. Uh, and I'll just blast through these last few things. Uh, John Cena might play Duke Nukem in the Duke Nukem movie. Hopefully that just doesn't happen. There's just no Duke Nukem movie. Part of me thinks that's cool. Part of me doesn't want that to happen. I want that to happen straight to VHS. I want that to happen <laughs> as a funnier die video. Mm. And that's it. Yep. Um, let's see. The, they announced the people, the nominees for the 90th annual Academy Awards. I know we don't really care. I could care less. There's just a few, I a few like things I'll point out that I find interesting. Um, the Shape of Water had the most nominations. That's crazy. Yeah. I got to see that. Yeah, me too. Um, Logan got nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. That is amazing. That is insane. That is absolutely incredible. I'm assuming adapted from a comic book. Yeah. I think officially it's uh, based on the characters from X-Men comic books and theatrical motion pictures. Damn. So they're combining both. That's like the the only other comic book movie to get nominated for best adapted screenplay is Ghost World. Which, okay. which I, don't like, even remember, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, that's like one of those like very artsy like indie comics turn very artsy indie films that nobody knows is based on the comics. Why even bother? Uh, but the only other like superhero comic book movie to get any sort of like real Oscar recognition was The Dark Knight, and that didn't get nominated for any creative Oscars. Hmm. Heath Ledger was the only, only one who got like an actual Oscar for that. So that's crazy. Um, the Force Awakens got, not The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi got nominated for like all the technical awards. Um, that's deserved. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Baby Driver got nominated for a whole bunch of stuff. What did it get nominated for? Uh, sound editing, uh, sound mixing. Sound editing was very good. Have you seen it? No. The, really it's, it's one giant music video. Yeah. I think it got nominated. And, and film editing. Okay. It's all deserved. Uh, Blade Runner got nominated for like every technical I, award. I still need to see Blade Runner. Yes, you do. Uh, I will say Blade Runner, of all the awards it needs to win is cinematography. Yes. Uh, Rod, Roger Deakin is like the best cinematographer on the planet and this is his best work who by far. Who else was nominated for cinematography? Uh, Darkest Hour, uh, Dunkirk. Gotta see Dunkirk. Uh, Mudbound and The Shape of Water. Dunkirk, this is the first time Christopher Nolan has been nominated for best director. Ooh. Of all the films he's made, this so, is the this is probably the least wacky. Yeah. Uh, then there there was a there's another thing I wanted to bring up about the Academy Awards. Uh, Get Out got nominated for a whole bunch of stuff, which I still need to see, but I think that's good. also hear good things about yes. that. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> there was there was a couple of snubs. That I wanted to mention, but now I can't remember any of them. Jordan asks, why is Boss Baby nominated over Captain Underpants and Lego That's Batman? what I wanted to talk about. The Boss Baby, of all movies, best animated feature film is um, Loving Vincent, uh, Ferdinand. So John Cena has been in the Academy Award nominated movie, but The Rock hasn't. That's gotta eat at him. <laughs> uh, Coco, Breadwinner, and The Boss Baby. Now, realistically, Coco is probably going to win because it's a Disney Pixar movie. And a lot those of people love win. that. Yeah, my wife like wants to see it real bad. Uh, Loving Vincent, actually, have you heard about Loving Vincent? Nope. It's a movie about Vincent Van Gogh, 
the animation is all paintings. Oh like, God! It's all paintings in the style of Van Gogh. Oh my God! And it's like it's like thousands of Van Gogh style paintings to make this movie. So that might actually, you know, if they're smart, they'll give it to that. But yeah, the Boss Baby over a Lego Batman. <laughs> you know, like I I I heard about that, and I had to double check to see when Lego Batman came out. I didn't know it was last year. I don't even. Th I think the 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 original Lego movie. I think only got nominated for best song. That. And was, it lost, was an amazing movie. And it lost to the song from Selma. Everything is Awesome was the... Yeah. That song is awesome. Yeah. But no. <laughs> they gave it to the song from Selma because they want you to feel bad about racism. Um, I already do. Yes. So, yeah. There's uh, Planet of the, War for the Planet of the Apes got nominated for Best Visual Effects, which it deserves. But a lot of people were uh, surprised it didn't get nominated for anything else because that mm -hmm. was like the best of the trilogy and like the most different thing. I keep hearing that the planet of the apes movies are like amazing. They are. And you absolutely need to watch them. Uh, your favorite movie of the year. Wonder woman didn't get nominated for anything. <laughs> and people Good. were, people were actually surprised by that. And it's understandable because even you've got to admit like that, like that was like a cultural like movement when that movie came yeah. out. It was a very big deal. I got a text. Somebody told me that the only thing it was nominated for was best hair and makeup. And I said, that is the most sexist that thing is... that they could have ever nominated. But it turned out to be not true. Yeah. It was a movie called Wonder. Yes. That yeah. That's that's a movie about a kid with a facial disfigurement. Oh, that's hair and makeup. Yeah. That makes a lot of more sense. It's weird because the makeup and hairstyle movies, they're not like usually those will have like sci-fi movies on it. No, it's Darkest Hour, which is a... Uh, period piece about winston churchill victoria and abdul which is another period piece and wonder which is about a kid with a facial disfigurement oh i know i know wonder yeah yeah that makes sense so there's that so that's all i got on the oscars they're usually just a big circle jerk for hollywood anyway but i just thought it was cool well i hope logan wins Logan wins because and star wars wins something i hope logan wins because you know we i said you know, I went to the red carpet of a big Hollywood movie. Now I can say I've been to the red carpet of an Oscar-nominated Hollywood movie. I want to say I've been to the red carpet of an Academy Award-winning Hollywood movie. That's true. We we yes. were there. We were there with our best we, friend, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, we were two feet from Hugh Jackman. Uh, all right. And then I put this in the keep. You have to put it on. It's uh, below your... What the hell is it? Under. The bottom Jurassic Park? Yes. So Funko is releasing Jurassic Park uh, Funko Pops. Did I put the wrong link? No, I didn't. Yeah. So we got your standards. You oh got the T-Rex, the Velociraptor, um, the Dilophosaurus, Dr. Alan Grant, Ian Malcolm, uh, Newman, <laughs> John Hammond. Uh, coming soon, uh, Ellie Sattler in the Jeep. All of that's cool. None of that matters. Because if you scroll to the bottom, Robert, you will see oh my the God. <laughs> greatest Funko Pop in the history of Funko. That is, uh, they call it Wounded Dr. Ian Malcolm. No, that is Sexy <laughs> Dr. Ian Malcolm. Oh, that they even is, have a gif of him winking. Yes. <laughs> That's a Target exclusive. That'll be out in February. You bet your ass. I don't go out of my way to seek out pop finals. They just show up in my house. 
I am getting this. Yeah, I'm the same immediately. way. I also don't care about Jurassic Park. I very much care about yes. this. Yes, absolutely. Every house needs to have a sexy gold bloom somewhere. What are they doing with that? <laughs> what the no. hell? Like, yes, there's the scene where he gets hurt, but that position, like, that is the meme. They are, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what us. they're doing. They and they know that that's going to sell. Yes. But it, it's surprising it's a target. Ex- well, it's not surprising it's an exclusive, I guess. Because, like, if you want that, then, like, you're a fan. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. That's everything. That's all I got. Let's do the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Uh, oh, I put the keep up. Um, <laughs> We got this one that you just showed me before. Yeah, I just found this uh, Twitter page. It's called Panel Pulp. It's a Twitter page that shows vintage comic book panels, pages, and covers, and adverts with and without context. So this one is uh, gleefully posted without context. Yes. And it is, who is that? That is the original Sandman from the 30s. Ah, okay. And it, the quote is, two nights ago, I had a queer experience. <laughs> and that's it. It looks like they might have erased something underneath it. I don't think so. But, yeah, because comic book lettering was, like, very, like, done by hand. Now, remember, that meant something different back in the 30s. Yes. But now it uh, is it is very good. Yeah. I, I like to give a shout-out to our friend uh, VG Dad. Yes. Because he had a pretty good one. This is... Game theory. Bayonetta is actually a shitload of bees wearing a human suit. And then it's a thumbnail for a game theory episode that just says bees. And then it's Bayonetta. It's funny because that is exactly what. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I commend that one. All right. Now we'll dive into the questions and comments from you guys. Talk to us. We will talk to you in the chat or use the hashtag WolfdenLive on Twitter or uh if you're not here live mm-hmm. go to last week's wolf den live and leave a comment yes and we'll get to you I... also i completely forgot we got a five dollar donation while we were doing all that yes while we were talking about Jurassic park that was from windex fighter here's five dollars because i also feel bad about racism <laughs> <laughs> if you guys feel bad if you guys have some dare i say white guilt yes give us five dollars <laughs> <laughs> And we'll do something with it. Yes. Like buy a lot of black and white cookies. Yes. Just to, to to signify unity. Yes. Because I love me some black and white cookies. And any excuse is a good excuse. All right. Uh, hashtag Wolfden Live. Here we go. What day is it? Okay. <laughs> Marcellus Wallace on Twitter says NCAA 2K3 on the original Xbox is the new Bitcoin. Hashtag get rich quick. (laughs) That's a reference to the backlog. And if you haven't seen that episode, it's my favorite backlog episode. It's not the best, but it's my favorite. Uh, Simone Sig, your 50 sponsor goal should be eating Hot Ones last dab wings. And AJ agrees with me. Uh, I don't want to do any more sponsor goals. I said this to you last time you told me this. So <laughs> screw you. Uh, and he also says thoughts on Oscar nominations, which we already yes. did. Uh, and we just got uh, something. Yeah. Uh, R. Diddley, $2 super chat. Should I buy Bayonetta 2? I'm going to say yes. 
Although I'm not going to buy Bayonetta 2, so I'm not going to go follow my own advice. Right. I'm just going to buy three. You're just going to skip right to three? I'm going to just skip right to three. All right. I mean, I'm sure you're not going to miss anything in the story because it makes no sense. Exactly. So, I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, if you're into... I've only played the first one, but I like the first one, so... If you have time one. and it intrigues you, buy Bayonetta 2. Yeah. I am... I It intrigues me. I don't want to play it. Right. I want to go right to three. So... There you go. Um, oh, wait, that was it for the hashtag we've done live. Now to last week's. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he just put everything in here, didn't he? Trevor Grover says, I can't wait to see how third parties respond to Nintendo Labo. How would they respond? I don't think they're going to act on it at all. Well, you don't think they're going to try and create their own? No, thing? I don't no? think so. I think it's pretty strictly Nintendo. I can't well, imagine like Nyko being like, "Hey, here's our cheaper cardboard." No, like not like that. But I mean, like, like EA or something will come out with their own game with like cardboard accessories, something like that. I can see happening. I don't, I don't think so. No, I think that I, I, I think, and I hope that they all learn their lesson from the Wii U and the Wii. Yeah, third party peripherals did not do well. I can't no. think of a single one that did. Like... We have a new sponsor, Benjamin Brand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining. He was he was really feeling the, the white guilt. Yeah. And he was like, I, I better give them my money <laughs> so they can put it somewhere. <laughs> I don't yeah, I don't think uh look at the U draw. Remember that? Well that was a success on the Wii and only the Wii. No. A moderate success. No. Yeah, no, it was when they ported it to PS3 and the 360. That's when a THQ crashed. I don't think it was a success at all. I think I think it was better on the Wii. It did well enough for THQ to think they can port it to the other systems. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, overall, it was a major flop. Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, there's no other third party. They were they were like I like, remember people made like a like a like a tennis racket and yeah. like stuff for the Wii, but those were all garbage. Like Rock Band and Guitar Hero were the only ones, and then those fell. Those off. ended up yeah. turning into trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess Rock Band is a good example of third party peripherals that could work, but um, they ended up failing pretty yeah. miserably. So I don't uh, I don't see third parties jumping on Labo at all. Uh, Gia, what the hell's this name? Are we looking at the same place? Gian Frank Pipitone says another point why Pokemon is not higher than Smash in, the, in that list. I guess that's the list of uh oh games Japan wants. Yes, uh, on the Switch. Uh, why it's not higher than Smash in the list might be because we know another one is on the way, meaning news is imminent. The fact that we haven't heard anything about Smash or Animal Crossing yet means hype is speculative and probably heightened. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I agree with that. Yes, it does. Muhammad Hader, which video game slash comic slash cartoon would make the absolute worst live action movie? Mario. Metal Gear. Nah. I don't think worst. It was. Be, it would be pretty. You. I mean, you could make that pretty bad. Yeah, it would be pretty bad. I think you could also make it pretty good, though. Yeah. You have to make it. It would have like silly. 
Yeah, but like the more like intricacies of the plot, right. Right. like that can be botched really fast. It's one of the only things that could it's it, it's the same way Watchmen can only be a comic book. Yeah, I think that can only be a video game. But yeah, I mean they have to be they'd have to be very careful. It, it would still be pretty bad, but I don't think it would be the worst. Actually, now that I think about it, I remember like when I first played Devil May Cry. And I'm playing, and I don't know why this came into my head, but I'm playing it, and I'm like, "This could never be a movie. Yeah, this could never be a live action movie. <laughs> it's just, it's so like ridiculous." Oh, Max Payne. <laughs> yes, we just name it things that are already a thing. Uh, my in-laws saw Assassin's Creed. Oh, how was that? They was like, they were telling me how terrible it is, and I'm trying to explain to them like the game. I'm like that sounds so much better. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> go play the game. Yeah. Uh, Alistar, uh oh. I honestly don't understand how this channel just broke a hundred thousand subs. Oh, okay, it's a nice thing. I thought it was going uh. in a different direction. <laughs> you guys consistently put out relevant content with high quality production four times a week. I love this goddamned channel. Keep it up, boys. I appreciate oh, your you. use of goddamn. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Riley says the problem with Labo is the same as all of the of Nintendo's other problems. They won't make much content for it. They'll make like ten Labo kits and then never make any more. Yeah, that's I think a good. Ten's a lot. That's a good point, though. I don't know like the lifespan of this. Like they'll they'll release like let's say five Labo kits in this year, and what about next? Is this going to be a, a brand that they keep? refreshing and like releasing stuff for you know for forever or yeah i don't th i think it's gonna be a one and done situation yeah i don't think I, they'll probably be one wave and then another wave and then that's it mm -hmm. i don't i don't see it having a long lifespan but i don't think it needs that i think and this thing isn't gonna sell gangbusters it's not gonna be the next Wii sports but, right you know it's just it's just a stupid it's just a thing people mm -hmm. are gonna play it and have whatever time they have with it yeah i don't think nintendo is gonna have many losses on that. Uh, people just talking about Labo. Mm -hmm. Jay Ribs says, "Okay, so an overpriced cardboard box. Some things, some things Nintendo does are great, like games. But honestly, this looks like just another gimmick." I want to point out this is something we didn't say last week. Mm -hmm. The Labo is the game is sixty dollars, right? And then it's another $10 for the cardboard or something like yeah. that. And you don't need the cardboard. You can use your own cardboard. Right. Uh, they, they give you, like, the schematics to make your own cardboard. So you're paying for the game. You're not paying for the cardboard. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks you it's a $70 piece of cardboard. That's not what you're paying for. Um, you going to pick a comment? Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was looking at them. Shut up. Uh, Sam C, this seems to be a way to expose kids to engineering and making things. Trades that have trades that have been decreasing over the years. Wouldn't be surprised if a Farmville-esque game drops as well. We still live in a physical world. That's interesting. I didn't even think about that. You know, it exposes kids to, like, using your hands and building yeah. something. Which it's is, a learning which is very thing. good, yeah. The, the idea of a Farmville-type game for it. So, basically, like, the... The crop making stuff of Harvest Moon or Stardew Valley, but like with cardboard, I don't know how that would. 
like how that would yeah, translate. That, that, but that seems like a like although a game, I don't know because they have like a fishing game for it. So maybe that like you, you you make like a shovel or something. And you gotta like do this. I don't see third parties. Well, maybe integrating this stuff. Well, maybe Nintendo would just make it, make something for. Oh, it. something similar or yeah, something specifically something for similar. something like Stardew Valley. Something similar. Oh, okay, yeah. maybe included in Animal Crossing. Yeah. This is the last one I'm going to read. Feels Modman says Nintendo can sell garbage for six sixty nine ninety nine. Bob will say will still say that it's awesome, or what's the big deal? But if Sony or Microsoft did this car cardboard garbage, I'm replacing a certain word with the word right. garbage. He would garbage on them real <laughs> hard. Um, yes, I probably would, only because Nintendo's Nintendo has the brand that they could skew towards kids sony and microsoft do not nintendo is a toy company yes sony and microsoft sony is a consumer electronics company and microsoft is a software giant this is on brand for nintendo a, it would be very off brand for microsoft yeah. and sony microsoft is i'm uh, sorry they are a business office solutions software giant you're right i listen i'm not i garbage all over nintendo all of the time yeah. they do a lot of stupid stuff i don't like it when people say that i'm like I, i'm like you know praising nintendo all the yeah. time every that they could never do wrong because they do wrong all the mm -hmm. time their internet services are trash they need to fix that um whatever that's the end of that oh hey now i'm in the chat look at that oh, oh we got it yeah. we got something just now that was a five dollar donation from Benjamin saying obligatory white guilt donation. I like this. <laughs> I like this. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's almost like we're forming like a group, like an organization. Stop. <laughs> Not in this climate. You know, we're all certain types of people, mm -hmm. like 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 minded people come together. You know? What do they call those? Not organizations where they're all like, you know, they're all. Oh, certain race. Hey, Bob, when Payday <laughs> 2 comes out, will you stream it with fans? Yes. Uh, that was uh, Boot Hut. Yes. Chat. Yes, we will. That's soon. I think we might, the next stream we do might be a Splatoon stream with, with, with uh, sponsors and, yeah. and people. So All right. that would be Sunday because AJ just got a capture card. Nice. $5 from David saying Labo proves Nintendo can get away with literally anything. I don't think that's true. Uh, I mean, just look at how many three to four year olds they're re-releasing for sixty dollars these days. How, oh, how many three to four year old games they're re-releasing for sixty dollars these mm -hmm. days? That is something that they're taking a lot of criticism for re-releasing Wii U games. Yeah, but see, that doesn't bother me because a like I didn't play those games on the Wii U. You didn't play those games on the Wii U. Yes, exactly. Uh, plus two, like making games available. Again, like you don't a you don't have to buy them again, and b you know they're giving their games to another audience to a yeah. wider audience. So. We're still getting we we just got Zelda and Mario. Yes, we're still getting Metroid and Pokemon. Yes, and we're getting Yoshi and Kirby. Yes, and we're getting Mario Tennis. What else is there that you want? Yeah, because you're we're getting literally everything that we've asked for. Yeah. Except for Mario Maker, <laughs> which would also be a report. Yeah. Uh, I guess we want a virtual console, but we're getting that. Yeah. So, like, all you're complaining about is stuff that we're 
getting on top of stuff that we're already getting. Yeah. Um, our computer has 5% left, and we have about 5% left of this podcast. Yeah, so convenient. <laughs> uh, Samoa 6 says they should release them, but drop the price. Uh, I, yep, it's fair. That's a fair criticism. Uh, the Bayonetta thing- is... You're getting both games for sixty dollars. That's pretty. That's good. The thing is, like Nintendo, like they are very like staunch in their, uh, you know, keeping their games at a high price to maintain their value. You know, their their games rarely drop in price. Yeah. You know, in general. So that's just they they they, they do hold their value, especially Mm -hmm. anything with Mario in the title. Yeah. Dylan O'Leary, Dylan O'Leary, what are your guys' thoughts on VR chat at this point? Uh, you've played that. I have not. What just is the deal with VR chat? Don't play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love the garbage show that it is. Yeah. It is just a wreck. And you have to go into it with the mindset that, like, it, it, people are just going to – it's just it's just crazy. People are going to say yeah. stuff and, you know uh, – it's funny. It's a very funny thing. Everybody's just running their mouth and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, streaming it was a terrible idea because it's just off the rails immediately. Yeah. Um, it's just a, it's just one big meme, yeah. and, and and it's funny, but like it, it can only be you can only be in that world for so long. Yeah, like it was funny for like a week, then it's like, man, I gotta get away from here. <laughs> it's like hanging out with your one crazy friend. Yeah. And then you're like, man, I need to take a break from this. And that's what VR chat is. It's it's not a game. It's just like a portal where people can just be ridiculous and like and like outlandish. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, but like it, it's not it's not a game. Don't you don't need to play it. Just watch right. other people play it on, on YouTube. Uh, Tevia asks, any opinion on the upcoming Tomb Raider movie? No, it looks stupid. It does. Like every time I see the trailer, it's like. This is the, these the new games are horror focused and survival focused and like they're you get pretty bleak and this just looks like a fun little adventure movie where she gets dirt on her face. It looks like exactly what you shouldn't do in a video game movie. Yeah. Ashley says I went to Best I was in Best Buy and this dad asks the worker what good games there were for his 7 and 5 year old kid. Suddenly it clicked. Labo will absolutely make money as long as it has good advertising. Yes. Yes. And that, that happens all the time when I work at GameStop. Mm-hmm. What games you got for my five-year-old for the Xbox 360? Yeah. It's like nothing. You bought the wrong system, you <laughs> idiot. Uh, Casey Pearson's with Ego Raptor starting his own touring company, Wolfden Tour, coming to a city near you. Did you hear about that? No. Uh, so Game Grumps did Game Grumps Live. They would tour around doing like a live show. Yeah. And I saw it and it was very good um they just they basically just do their show but live yeah. but it's really funny and like they there's a lot of crowd into what they did was when i saw them they did mario party but there was four players they played two of the players and then mm-hmm. the crowd played two of the players and they rotated out the crowd uh so it was very it was very good um and it was also funny because they did it at comedy clubs and we're at this comedy club imagine working at that comedy club and you're like oh tonight we have video game youtubers I wonder what that's going to be like. And then it's just wild. They're just, all they're doing is playing Mario Party. Yeah. And there's a crowd of people just screaming at the top of their lungs. It was very good. Anyway, 
they decided that they do these tours. This was their way to skirt around. Um, one of their ways to skirt around uh, YouTube ad revenue. Yeah. Because uh, they can make money doing this. And uh, they decided that touring companies are garbage and they charge too much and they try to screw you over all the time. So they started their own touring company. So they nice. want to try to get other YouTubers to tour around. All that made me want to do is be in a band again. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't. This is this is not a live. We can't yeah. do this live. No. Except I got a convention, well, like a panel at a convention. Yeah, we're not touring around to comedy clubs. No, you know, because we are not funny, not in that way. Um, but no, uh, play some music for you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I can go on about. Oh, R. Dilly has a very important question. Yes. Hey, Bob, HJ or BJ? The answer is never HJ. Nobody ever wants. HJ is like a transition. Yeah, a transition else. Yeah. Like, y you can start with that, but it's got to transition to something. Yeah. You need, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like the revert in Tony Hawk. Okay. Because, like, go on. you do the big vert trick, and it's awesome. But when you go down the, uh, when you go down the vert ramp, you revert into a manual, which then continues ah, your combo. All right. So the revert is really just a transitional move. Right. Okay. That's... That's the HJ. There needs to be something after that. Exactly. Brett but, Young says, what did I miss? Nothing. <laughs> uh, uh, Patrico says, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to go further than right. there. Uh, Gorepunk, uh, what are your thoughts on Sony's upcoming Slender movie? I always forget that's, that's coming Sony? out. Yeah. I think it's four years too late. Yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to pull that off. I don't even think it's going to be all that great. So, Boot Hut says Donkey Kong launched only launched at $50 on the Wii U, and it's now $20. Nintendo Select, but they add an easy mode. I didn't know it was only $20. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, look that up. I don't trust you. Because I know when, it, when Donkey Kong Country Returns came out on the original Wii, that was $50, because all Wii games were $50. Yeah. Wii U was a weird transitional. Yeah. Period where yeah, some no, games were 60. It very much was. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Nintendo Switch is coming May 4th. Doesn't say. Okay. On the official Nintendo website. Buy physical? From Amazon? What is it? $60. What are you talking about? It's a 60 right here from Amazon. $60. And All you right. get to play as Funky Kong, Will. Yeah, good. Had that funky mode. That's the easy mode. Yes. Right there. But it'll be funky. All right. I'm going to read this one, and this is the last one. Okay. Sbox 180. I see what you did there. Yeah. Says, thoughts on Ready Player One movie? I'm going to see it. I don't think it's going to be that good. <sighs> yeah. Same. Uh, I know it's not really a reference fest, um, that like the references are important to the plot or however it was described to me, but that's what it looks like. Like, that's exactly what it looks like. The only thing that like is the only reason why this movie even has my interest is because Steven Spielberg is making it right. And like, he's been putting out like, a, like some of the best work of his career in the last few years. And he's making like a real summer blockbuster again for like the first time in a while. This movie is an homage to him, though. Yeah. That's weird. The, the <laughs> thing is, though, because, like, when he signed up to do this, he said, you know, he's going to 
lean away from the references to him because he felt that would be just self-serving right so there's a lot more video game references in it uh there's a lot more warner brothers references in it because warner brothers is making it i the only real like spielberg reference is the delorean right but you know uh boot hut said something oh after the hj is an rj went to high school with a guy named rj <laughs> Yeah, that's not what that name meant, though. Uh, all right, I'm done. You yeah, got anything? Yeah, no, I'm done. Guys, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Den. If you can't make the live show for whatever reason, we always put this up. And I'll continue. We always put this up again <laughs> on Thursdays as an archive version so you can watch on demand whenever you want we also put this up as an audio podcast on itunes soundcloud and google play for you to listen to at your convenience and if you listen to us on any of those platforms be sure to subscribe and rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores one day spotify one day spotify one day. if they ever check their inbox uh so sunday we're probably gonna do splatoon 2 with sponsors and stuff so you can mm -hmm. sponsor us and play with you then you'll get a guaranteed spot to play with us um if we are doing Splatoon 2, then uh, you'll actually be able to see uh, uh, AJ's screen, and he is much better than I. You can see right under me, there's a little text box. That is the sponsor-only chat in Discord. I'm going to try something, Will. Yes. I'm going to do a little experiment. Okay. The backlog comes out on Saturday. Yes. I am going to start posting the backlog, my show, your show, I'm gonna, those three shows. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start posting them unlisted in that sponsor only discord chat so if you're a sponsor and you have your discord linked you could see our videos early but they'll only be a few hours early because we do everything last minute yeah it'll be like the middle of the night when, yeah when we post them or at like seven in the morning when so, i post mine sometimes. this is just a test to see how that goes mm -hmm. uh so yeah if you sponsor us you get the sponsor only discord we're going to start posting our videos a little early in there and you'll get to play certain games with us like splatoon um and right now, I'm going to go to twitch.tv slash Wolf. link in the description, and I'm going to play, I'm not going to play anything. I'm going to draw the thumbnail to this. There you go. Uh, so go over there right now, and I will see you later. Uh, goodbye. Bye.